Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about whether or not the Russian army is a Potumpkin village. Um, it's an interesting concept, and I love that it's being described that way, but I don't think it's accurate. And I think it may lead to something bad, so we're, we're going to talk about it. Um, if you're not familiar with the idea of a Potumpkin village, it comes from a, a story. There was this guy named Potumpkin. And he was, well, let's just say friends with Catherine the Great. And he was tasked with improving this region that she had just acquired. Well, she comes to visit, see how things are going. And he puts her on a barge and they float down the river. And she sees all these new settlements along the riverbank. And there's fires going and people moving around. And it makes it feel makes her feel better. But the reality is none of those villages were real. It was just a facade. His men built them, built these fake villages. And as soon as the barge passed, well, they would pick them up and move them down the river and rebuild them again before she got there. So it looked a lot more impressive than it really was. That's the story. That's where the term comes from. I would point out that, historically speaking, this almost certainly didn't happen. <laughs> um, it, it is unlikely that Potumpkin tried to deceive her in this manner. But that term, it's stuck, and it's around. And that's what people are now saying about the Russian military. That it's all for show. That it's not really capable of anything because of their performance in Ukraine. I don't, I, I don't agree with that. Um, because there's a number of things feeding into it. One is their poor performance. But their poor performance is it, it's exaggerated. Because while Russia was overestimated, Ukraine was underestimated. I'm on video saying that I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that, that they just roll over. Okay. I, I openly had doubts about that estimate. I didn't expect them to do this. I didn't expect them to, to perform as well as they did. So those people who just assumed they would roll over, well, they had a lower opinion. So their expectations of what Russia was going to be able to accomplish were higher. So it's leading to the idea that Russia is performing more poorly than it really is. Now don't get me wrong, Russia is, is performing poorly. Um, and then that has led to people pointing out a lot of basic errors, you know, airdrops in contested airspace, not having infantry with your tanks, stuff that a modern military should know not to do. But one of the big things that people are pointing to is the lack of guided munitions. Russia's not using smart bombs. They're using old school stuff. And that's putting their planes at risk because they have to come in lower, low enough to be in range of a U.S.-made Stinger. And that has happened a lot. And because of that, People are assuming that Russia doesn't have those munitions.
I don't know that that's a good assumption. Uh, it seems more likely to me that they have the equipment we know that they were capable of producing, but they're not using it right now. Not out of some, you know, 4D chess method, but because they're worried about a NATO counterattack. And they want to save that stuff for NATO if they have to fight it. So I don't know that that's a, uh, a good indication of the state of the Russian military. But then you still have to explain why they are doing as badly as they're doing. Um, because even though the appearance is exaggerated because of the, the, the different performances, they're still doing really, really badly. So, why? I have two possible answers. This has got to be clear. Um, I think it's Putin's fault, primarily. I think it's Putin's fault. He failed them. He let them down. I think his paranoia, his need for secrecy, and his habit of promoting people with the right connections and people who would echo back to him what he wanted to hear created a situation where you had a whole bunch of people in the room agreeing with him and those people who knew better well they weren't trusted enough because he was too paranoid so they weren't in the meeting when the plans were devised those people who could have said hey <laughs> that's a really bad idea you know people stop doing that during World War II because it always goes badly um, they weren't in the room so that that explains why at the very beginning it went so poorly and then it just snowballed <laughs> each mistake compounded the next and you have that that to me is probably the primary reason we're seeing what we're seeing another thing is just good old-fashioned Russian corruption every military has corruption I'm um, Every military on the planet has corruption of some kind. However, in most militaries, it would be surprising if a colonel took all of the night vision and gave it to somebody to sell on eBay or took a couple semi-trucks full of rations and left the old ones. But since... The generals do it. They take a little bite of the, the Russian defense budget to pad their pocket. Well, the colonels do too. And because the colonels do it, well, the majors, they also kind of slack off a little bit. Maybe they sign off saying preventative maintenance was done when it wasn't. Maybe they sign off and say, hey, yeah, those wheeled vehicles, they were moved around so the tires don't go bad. It seems to me like those are the two main factors here. And the only reason I say this is because overestimating the opposition, that's not a danger. If you overestimate the opposition, okay, so it was easier than you thought. But if you underestimate them, you look like the Russians in Ukraine right now.
I do not think it's a good idea to go from saying they're a near peer all the way down to they don't matter. They're just for show. That's very dangerous thinking. It is far safer to overestimate your opposition. Estimates shouldn't be reduced that much. Um, because it's not... It's not like the mysteries in Scooby-Doo. You know, at the end of those shows, they come out and they pull the mask off the monster. And it's always a doddering old man like Putin. In real life, you can pull the mask off the monster and there still be a monster underneath. Just has a different face. I wouldn't... Uh, classify the Russian military as worthless just yet. Um, I, I think that that would be a grave error. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.